We are all hey. good. Sweet. We are all good. Tremendous. I mean, some of us are. Some of us are relapsing back to our 2020 form. <laughs> I know. I know. <laughs> no. No. <laughs> what? No. It's been so long since I've had to feel a loss. It feels <laughs> like an old enemy coming back to stab me in the back. Jameis Winston? <laughs> no. No. God, no. Not that bad. Not yet. <laughs> Not yet. No, it's it still feels like a Tom Brady defeat. Uh, mm. sure is. I'm I'm sorry, Logan. That has to be so difficult yeah. for you. I know. Oh my god. Oh too. my gosh. You, you finally lost a game this season. I rode the high for about ten straight games, spanning I think close to ten months. And uh, yep, I'm probably gonna default back to my own old ways slowly and steadily. Well, that'll play perfectly this week, and we'll get right to it because <laughs> welcome everyone to the Internet Football Podcast. As always, I'm one of your hosts, Stephen, and joining me is Tyler. I'm Tyler. Graham. I'm Graham. And a surprisingly defeated Logan. Ooh. All right, week three in the books. Logan, we kind of know how you feel already. Yeah. Hey, hey, listen. The Rams don't look shabby. I, I think my preseason prediction was a little off <laughs> through the first no. three weeks. <laughs> but the Bucks looked like trash. <laughs> Just a little bit. I mean... Only thrown for one touchdown. I was a little shocked at Brady. And Brady was your leading rusher. Think about that. Tom Brady was your leading rusher. Wow. What a stat. That does not make me feel good. No, it does not. (laughs) It shouldn't. I'll I'll tell you what. I'm happy. I'm happy. I know, right? Hey, congrats. Thank you. Was it Miles Garrett's four and a half sacks? Wow. Yeah. Yeah. Or just the overall team seven? We had nine. Nine? No wonder I got so many points. yeah, I was so was smart. <laughs> in one of my leagues, I, I just played the Browns defense. I'm like, I, I think that I know how this is gonna go. What a smart choice. I yeah, know, our right? defense, our defense was incredible. The Bears defense played well, not equally as well, but they played well. Um, we only scored 26. You know, it could have been better. I know, right? Well, and to be fair, you only let Fields pass for 68 yards on six completions. That's a rough start. Saw, it is. I saw it. He only had 0.78 seconds to get rid of the ball wow. before he was pressured. Th- that's not good. That's fast. It might not be good, but it's pretty bad. <laughs> a, rook, a rookie QB having less than a second to make a throw. Not going to win that way. I know. And What I love about that is that Matt Nagy already is saying, like, we don't know which quarterback's going to start next week. I'm like, oh, my God. <laughs> Oh my god. I I didn't pick it for the Jeff's picks, but I wrote out who was going to have more passing yards. Was it going to be Goff or every Bears quarterback? <laughs> spoilers. <laughs> yeah, spoilers for the end of the show. But like, oh, it's, I love that it was it's one week. The Browns defense is not bad. You know, like, that's a good defense. And already after one week after giving Fields no protection, he's like, "Well, I don't know who's going to start." <laughs> like you're thinking about starting Nick Foles. <sighs> is this Matt Nagy's last year? Like, it should have been his last game. It, yeah, it should be. Mm. You know, people are coming up with these ridiculous, well, maybe not ridiculous things of Nagy intentionally throwing it so that when Dalton comes back, he'd be like, ah, we're just gonna have Dalton start. He's like, told you, told you that he was our guy, <laughs> and I was like, he did. You didn't do much better with Dalton, <laughs> right? And they still have one win on the season. I know. 
Sorry that you don't know what that's like yet, Graham. You'll get uh, there, buddy. It's okay. The Colts and I have the same number of wins this year. I know, <laughs> right? In the NFL. Nice. I know. Listen, listen. Despite having a quarterback playing with two sprained ankles, you kept it respectable. <laughs> <laughs> kept it respectable. Thank you, Stephen. That that makes You're me welcome. feel very good. <laughs> Once only got hit like twice. Or uh, sacked twice. Per quarter? Like, no, just total. <laughs> I mean, he might have gotten hit quite a bit, but like... Yeah, I think he got hit quite a bit, but you know, it's okay. Listen, I mean, I, I don't blame Tennessee for that. I mean... I even said, like, when I was watching him, like, if I knew my quarterback was playing on two sprained angles, I would at least bring the pressure every other play. Oh, yeah, for sure. Uh, they had a great game plan. The Colts did not deserve to win that game at all. And they didn't. <laughs> Speaking <laughs> of winning games, Steven. Steven, Whoa! my boy. <laughs> that was quite a win for the quote-unquote Los Angeles Chargers. Indeed it was. Oh Holy my hell. gosh. That I, was incredible. I was flummoxed after that, those first three drives. Three straight drives forcing a turnover. I could not believe it. Like, it just like, but even then, like, even going into the half at 14-3, I still was kind of like, hmm, no, we've played well so far. You know, I'm like, I am not going to start trash talking one word <laughs> because yep. I know how this game goes. And sure enough, it's like the Chiefs took the lead at some point. I'm like... Yeah, that's kind of what I expected. <laughs> you know, th- this is Patrick Mahomes, but I just, oh, two and one to start the season, and the Chiefs are the last place team in the AFC West for one Incredible. glorious week. For one week, they will be the bottom. And and to be fair, even if this week, like even if the Chargers don't win this week and the Chiefs win, I still think the Chiefs are going to be at the bottom because the Chargers have beaten them. Well, who do the Chargers face this upcoming week? Oh wait, yes. Yeah, so uh, that could oh be a tough game. God, that's going to be the hottest game. It's going to be a great Monday game. Monday night football. It's going to be awesome. I know, right? If the Chargers win that game, then regardless of what anyone else does, well, other than the Raiders, which would have to lose, the Chiefs would still be in last place. Right. Because the Raiders and the Broncos are undefeated. Ooh, two straight right. weeks at the bottom would be humbling. It'd be a bit more humbling if it was one in three, but I don't really see the Eagles stomping the Chiefs. I mean, I, I I'd be, I can't believe I'm about to say this. I'd be okay with the Eagles winning. Oh. <laughs> Sorry, I threw up in my mouth a little bit. Wow. Um, just just because I don't want to face the Chiefs again. If the Rams could put up that stat line through the air on us, Patrick Mahomes would eat us for breakfast, lunch, and dinner, and I think the meal on the plane ride back home. <laughs> See, but it was so funny watching, like, just the brief parts that I could, you know, like, towards the end of that game. I was just sitting there, and everyone around was like, Steven, you won. Like, you won that game. And I was like, Patrick Mahomes has the ball. We haven't won yet. Yep. And they yep. kept trying to say, like, no, man, like, like, don't be so nervous. You've won this game. I'm like, until I see yeah. triple zeros on that clock with a final score of 30 to 24, I'm not saying anything. <laughs> How did you feel about the late game play calling? Oh, jeez. The problem was, I again, I was working, so I didn't get to see a whole lot of it. Mm-hmm. Um, but what are you referring to? I mean, to be fair, I mean, I'm looking at that second drive. I mean, we scored on all but the first drive in the second half, you know? So I would say that play calling was fantastic. <laughs> uh, at the end of your game, uh, you guys were, uh, you guys had the ball 
like within the 20 and uh or even within the 10 is that right sounds right i think it was within the 20 it's like which driver are you talking about okay yeah you were you were you were inside the five yard line with 32 seconds left and yes uh instead of it, it was first and goal. Instead of kneeling and bringing the field goal unit on, you decided to throw a pass. Correct? Oh, you were talking about that. Yeah. I mean, we, it worked, didn't it? <laughs> it? It did work, but you could have had a 21-yard field goal t- with zeros on the clock. It, I I guess, but also um, our kicker was having some issues with extra points. Well, yeah, we definitely saw that on the very next play. Yeah, yeah. Oh my god, yeah. I think he I think he missed two that game. Like yeah, he he definitely yeah, because he, he missed the very first one and then he missed the last one he tried. So I'm just like I, I I don't hate the play call to be honest. And honestly, like I don't hate it because it shows like look, we're not trying to go for, you know, it's like they're fighting for it. You know what I mean? Like it's like I understand what you're talking about, Graham, like the strategy of like why not just run it down and then like you know, like let's just go for the like chip shot i'm like okay but what if kansas city blocked that kick you know like if you play defensively like that like you kind of have to go for the bigger points in that case you know yeah i mean i guess i mean i guess so like i'd rather kick with zeros on the clock i i think it definitely came down to brandon staley's trust of defense he knew they were playing well all game and he knew the kansas city offense was off he had the balls pretty much to go down and score you know touchdown and give Mahomes that 30 seconds because he trusted his defense so I guess kudos right well and they, and they were playing pretty hot that day you know I mean four takeaways I mean that, that's nothing to like that's nothing to right. sneeze if, at you know yeah if, if you recognize your defense is playing better than you know your kicker if he's already missed a kick go to your defense and say hey I'm letting you win it yeah, so I like I guess that's my thoughts on it. I mean, I, I appreciate that, you know, I mean, you know, as much as I liked Anthony Lynn as a person, like what you described, Graham, was very much an Anthony Lynn mindset, you know, and like they they didn't do well under that mindset. Well, wasn't it last year when uh, it was Chargers Chiefs and it was like a fourth down with some time left and was it a tie ball game or something like that? And Lynn decided to punt. And then Kansas City went down and scored, and they lost the yep. game. Sure did. So Staley just wanted to be very aggressive, and he was very aggressive when it was fourth and four, I believe. And then Rashawn Slater had nine. a false start. Yeah. 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 And then Slater had the false start. Then it was fourth and nine. You're in field goal range, and he's like, no, I want to throw it. And then you luckily get the pass interference call. Thank goodness for them tackling the receiver on that play. Yeah, good mm-hmm. grief. Um, but, yeah, it's, Speaking of teams who went aggressive, uh, Buffalo. Wow. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Boy, that was. Uh... Thank God. That was. That I was believe murder. that's what they call in the business an ass whooping. Yeah. Oh, to to play off last week. Um, I'm no longer accepting trade offers. <laughs> oh, okay. Damn. <laughs> Dude, merry merry fucking Christmas to me. I like, here was here awesome. I was, like, about to offer you a bag of potato chips. Oh, you have had to offer me McCaffrey. A hundred percent. Do you... <laughs> my, uh, my run, no. <laughs> I don't want it now. Of 
course not. I'll say like, you sure about that? Because <laughs> unfortunately, uh, McCaffrey has been hurt again. Poor, poor McCaffrey. He's not on the IR though, so fingers no. crossed. No, I'm saying I'm keeping them. Cro- I mean, listen, if it's a three-week IR, I'll survive three weeks. Okay, I just don't want it to be season-ending. That's all I want. Also, I hope next week I don't have an injury to one of my starters. I've had an injury every single week to one of my starters. I'm tired. Damn. It was Raheem Moster week one, and then it was Jarvis week two, and then it was Sterling Shepard this week. Oof. Wow. Wow. That stinks. It does stink indeed. If he goes on IR, I'm going to be so upset. Would you mind picking up a lot of Colts players? I'm, I'm sorry, but uh, speak, speaking of stinks, how about those Jets, huh? Oh, yeah. Yeah. Oh, that's that, wow. That is, that's incredible. They have scored six points in two weeks. <laughs> yeah. Just kidding. That's rough. Like, they've not thrown a touchdown in eight quarters. This this is getting a little rough for the Jets right now. It does not look much better this week. I don't think they. <laughs> the Titans. Derrick Henry's going to eat him for breakfast. <laughs> oh, my God. It's going to be wonderful. 300 rush yards. The Jets might actually score a couple of points in that game. So, you know, <laughs> there's some tra- there's a trade-off there. It, it, yeah, that'd be great. Uh, let's hope that this, like, let's hope that he learned from his uh, last home game and um, maybe don't throw four interceptions. Ah, <laughs> uh, smart. I, I know. I'm, I'm thinking big here. I mean, we could also talk about stinks of the other New York team. Wait a minute. They lost to the Falcons. I mean, to be fair, that was two 0-2 teams. I mean, and what did the final score end up being? 17-14. Like, woohoo! Yep. Exciting Close. football right there. This was the week of the kicker. Like, I know. I, I said the Giants would win. Hogan was the only one that believed in the Falcons. Yeah. <laughs> that division support. I know, right? But, yeah, buddy. No, th- this was the week of the freaking kicker, you know? I mean... Oh, my God. I mean, what we, a- gotta, we, we saw we history gotta, we, twice. Yeah, we, we, <laughs> got, we got to just, like, we got to lead off with it. Justin Tucker, congratulations. 66-yard field <laughs> off the crossbar. Best kicker in the game. Like, put him in the Hall of Fame. If if, <laughs> yeah. any, if anyone deserves that record, it is Justin Tucker. I totally agree. Absolutely. On that 66-yard attempt, it wasn't even close to going wide left or wide right. No, yeah, it, it just was... had it just had to go deep. Like it was like it just yeah. like he had the accuracy. It just needed the distance, and it barely got there. Barely because you bonked cause you off know the crossbar because because you know if that had been the Bears game, it would have like gone the oh no. If the Lions had been the one kicking that, you know it would have like, shot back at them, right? <laughs> like it would have yep, bounced off the crossbar backwards. Yeah, that would have been rough. <laughs> and it would have been from like 26 yards. Right. And I'm sorry, when you said, Tyler, when you mentioned like history being made twice, are you referring to the Cardinals attempting a 68-yarder, I believe it was? I was, but not in that sense. It, it was the fact that Jacksonville ran it back 109 yards for the oh. score to take the lead in the half. That, that is the furthest away. Like, that is the longest possible touchdown that you can get in the NFL, 109 yards. Yep. It's incredible. It, it, Gus Johnson lost his mind. I, oh, my God. I, I, am, I am loving Gus Johnson, like, losing his mind to yeah. plays again. He did it God in the Cardinals the game in week two. Like it, 
it's good to hear Gus Johnson. You know, I I just love hearing. Like, I love it when there's just like that passionate of a play caller. You know. Oh yeah. Oh, I was just gonna say I was thrilled to have Red Zone this week, to to be able to watch it, because I don't think I oh, would have got too. to see it live. Yeah, I was thrilled to have Red Zone this week too. Yeah, and no, I was gonna say I I was just quickly looking up. I was trying to see who uh, how many people have scored 109 yards, uh, 109 yards touchdowns. Um, I think. I believe it's one. Three. Three. Yes, it is. It is three. No, wow. I think Corderell Patterson has done it. I Josh Cribbs have done. Um, it was uh, so a little bit of history. Antonio Cromartie was the first player yeah, to do it. That's the one. That's the one I remember. That was the oh yeah oh I remember that one Charger. Uh, former Charger in 2007 did it, uh, but that was oh. a missed field goal return. And then uh, Cordell Patterson did it on a kick return. Yep. Which, bold move. Like, taking it <laughs> that deep. At, like, a missed field goal, you're like, oh, I might as well take a shot at this, you know? Yeah. To take a kick return out, I, I almost think that's a bit, like, that's almost slightly Ballsy. more impressive. Where it's like, damn, like, you really had to have the guts to be like, yep, I'm confident. <laughs> And then, yeah, Jamal Agnew, third player in NFL history. Jamal Agnew? I thought Josh Cribbs did it. Uh, nope. He was close. I think his must have been like 104. I I knew he had a long return at once. The the ones I'm seeing, like, it's funny to see, like, because obviously there's only 309s. There's like 10 or so that I, on this list that are at 108, you know? Like you know, like yeah. uh, like Randall Cobb doing a kick return, Nile Davis doing a kick return, uh, Jacoby Do- uh, Jacoby Jones did it twice. Brag about it. I know, right? Oh, <laughs> I like this one. The only one on this list, uh, Ed Reed had an interception return for 108 yards. Ooh, hmm. beast! Adam Humphreys had a kick six in a preseason game once when he was on the Bucks. Nice. So I know it doesn't count for anything, but. I like to shout out my small white guys when I can. Counts <laughs> in your heart. Uh, but I'll say so. Yeah. So Justin Tucker had the big leg, uh, and in that Falcons game, I mean, uh, Young Way Koo got the game winner on forty yarder. Yeah. And then not shabby. And I would say even Sunday Night Football, Mason Crosby, like had the fifty-one yard field goal to win the game. It was so painful because my kickers are Mason Crosby and Robbie Gold, and I went with Robbie Gold, and he got me four, and Crosby would have got me Ooh. sixteen. Ooh. <laughs> Ouch. I know. Terrible. Oh no, you won this week. My first win. It's like it's almost like it didn't matter. <laughs> the Colts and I are both 0 and 3. <laughs> I know. I'm sorry, uh, Graham. Uh it's it's just gonna be that year, Steven. It's okay. It's alright. I was like, oh, I so but why I bring up the kicker thing because it was so funny the NFL was like, this is the week of the kicker, and it showed like all these deep kicks to win the game. And then it had uh, the Raiders kicking that 22-yard field goal to, at the end of overtime to win the game. I'm just like, wow. <laughs> yeah, yeah like, big. Huh. A bit <laughs> underwhelming. Hey, l- listen, Huge. Uh, listen, if he had missed, it would have ended in a tie. So it's like, okay, yeah. you got them the win. But it, it, when you're talking about, like, when you're putting up against, like, these big leg kicks, it's just like, and I'm here too. <laughs> and I helped. Pretty much. I was like, briefly looking at the other games from the week. I mean, obviously, Panthers. Uh, 3-0 start. A little sh- shocking, you know, to be honest. I can't think it's going to last long. No. 
It, it's so impressive, though. I think it's what, there's only five undefeated teams left, Carolina being one of them? And who would have seen that coming? Teams are Carolina, Denver, Vegas. Uh, And then Rams and Cardinals. (laughs) That's the thing, where it's like two teams that you're like, okay, yeah, I saw, I could have seen that. And three that you're just kind of like, hmm, interesting. Yeah. Huh? Yeah, absolutely. Huh? I would say that that was a Thursday night game. Uh, Seahawks, rough showing. Minnesota made you look silly. Yeah, yeah, that was not a great showing. No, that that was Seahawks. and that was total. De- like, it's not like the offense did horrible. Here's the problem: they were hardly on the field. Like I'm looking at that second half drive chart, and it's like eight minutes twenty seconds, five minute drive, seven minute drive. Like the Seahawks' offense in the second half just did not get to go on the field. That defense that's pretty impressive. Save itself. Oh yeah. I'm also ready for Kirk Cousins to come back down to earth. He has eight touchdowns and no interceptions. When will Whoa. he come back to reality? Hmm. Well, who's they Steven. Play this week? Yes. Have you considered the possibility that you are getting Jacksonville on uh, your season, where your first uh, victory of the year comes against the Colts and then you lose every game highly, afterwards? Highly <laughs> doubtful. I'll, highly I'll just doubtful, say you say? Like, okay. Highly doubtful. I don't think Russell Wilson will let himself go 1 in 16. I'm just going to be honest there. Fair enough. <laughs> Because what are they pl- like? Why would they do it? You know, like they legitimately think know. they can win right now. Yeah, I mean, you have a great team. It's just wild that you're one and two now. Well, yeah, no, I mean, and just and they should have won week two, but they let it go. And then week three, yeah. I mean, listen, the Vikings just played a good game. You know, even with Dalvin Cook out, Madison just stepped up. He was like, "All right, I'll take this over." <laughs> I think he had the second most rush yards in the week. Um. Browsing down. Oh, Steelers lost. Hell yeah! <laughs> to the Bengals. What a game! Remember the Jeffs picks? Remember, I was like, I don't know. I got a good feeling about the Bengals. I, mm. I should have put money on that. <laughs> no, I don't. I don't recall Stephen. So happy. you sure? I don't recall. The Bengals scored on exactly one of like one out of three of their drives. Let me just change the chart. <laughs> you, you, that's not allowed. Uh, that's illegal uh, there we go we have we have this on record (laughs) no we don't i'll delete the podcast then who will know nobody not me wow that's that's real funny graham what uh what do we uh what do we think about uh the other undefeated teams in the or defeated teams rather in the league oh which one oh the winless teams yeah, yeah, the the crew that I'm a part of. Uh, who's going to get the first win out of these teams? Hmm, that is an excellent question. Um, This week? Could it happen I, this week? I could see the Lions doing it. I could see Against them the Bears? doing it too. Like, I, I could see that. Lions definitely. Uh, Giants probably not. No. no. Well, wait, probably which, wait, not. Hold on. Which Jameis Winston are we getting? The one that, like, like, are we getting week two Jameis or, like, week one and week three Jameis? Because the, the Patriots lost in Foxborough to the Saints. <laughs> uh, we're probably going to get a uh, medium Jameis, whatever that Medium Jameis. Yeah. Good, I don't think that exists. I think medium Jameis <laughs> might be enough to beat the Giants, but I don't, I don't know. Who's to say? 
Uh, let's see then. The Jags versus the Bengals. Ooh. I, mm, Ooh. Short week. The battle the, so ca- the any- cat fight. I was like, short week, anything can happen. I don't see that happening, really. Uh, um, Titans, Jets? Jets? No. 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 <laughs> Good joke. Uh, and then uh, Colts, Dolphins. I mean. Uh, Colts versus Jacoby Brissett. We're definitely losing that game. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> I don't know, man. Like Jacoby Brissett has lost a lot of games for the Colts in the past. It wouldn't surprise me if he does it again. <laughs> <laughs> I, guess I, I guess I put the... If I had to rank, I'd say the Lions have the best shot of the 0-3 teams this week. Yeah, I think you're right, too. And I then would I'm, agree. I think I'd, I'd say they have the best, and then I'm juggling between uh, Colts and Jaguars. You know, because I, I just don't know if the Giants or the Jets have enough to <laughs> save themselves. I completely agree. I do, too. Um, Let's see. Briefly, I'll say, which games have I not brought up yet? Uh, actually, oh, wait, yeah, Monday Night Football. <laughs> yeah. Oh, we don't need to yeah. talk about it. Yeah, you know, Cowboys won. Congratulations, you lead the East at 2-1. and one. Woo! Congrats to Ezekiel Elliott for waking up for once. No. No? <laughs> no. Oh, he's just like, no. 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 I've, I've, never, I've never been a fan of his. No. I, I, love, I love that waking up. Is going for ninety-five yards. Yeah, that's I mean, that's, <laughs> that is. I mean, honestly, it's been a while. You know how it feels when you just wake up. You're kind of slow and still a little sore and stiff and achy. He's not there all the way. Yeah, yet. I guess. Or maybe guess. he is there all the way. I don't know. I, I mean, so. listen, scoring two touchdowns, good performance. I mean, yeah. No, the Eagles like divisional game. It's always gonna be tough, but yeah, the Eagles did not particularly look good last night. No. No, they, uh, that team we saw in the first week of the season is no longer. Well, they better find, they better find that this week. You have the Chiefs coming to town. <laughs> you better find it. <laughs> oh, my God. Uh, good luck. Uh, no, I'm not, I, I'm not saying, like, they're going to beat the Chiefs. I'm just saying, like, listen, if you, if you find that magic again, this would be a great time to find it. That's all I'm saying. Oh, yeah, for sure. All right, but, uh, any final thoughts on... Uh, the week three matchups before we move on to our game talks. Uh, the the one thing I was just going to say is that I definitely think the Rams are the best team in the league. They have, I think Matthew Stafford was indeed the missing piece that they needed. Um, ESPN would agree with you. According to their latest power rankings, they have moved the Rams into the number one spot with the Bucks at a solid number two. They played the most perfect game you could. Yeah, I mean... It was unreal. I'd hate... I would hate to be eating crow by the end of this season, but <laughs> through these first three weeks, I may just do that. Uh, I can't wait to find out. Huh? I said I can't wait to find out. I know, right? It's like, hopefully not. My words don't taste good. All right. Uh, Graham, <laughs> do you have any final thoughts? Uh, I think Tom Brady, we mentioned this earlier, but Tom Brady led his team in rushing for the first time since like 20... 20- 15, I think. Uh-oh, who'd we lose? Okay. Well, I think Logan was so <laughs> offended by what you said, he had to leave yep, for a second. Yep, that's what it was. Yeah, my internet didn't die. That's exactly what happened. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry. Sorry. Sorry, Logan. I just wanted to shout yeah, out Tom too. Brady for leading his team in Russia. Well, 
I'll see. Oh, he'll be coming up later in the show. Don't you worry. Yeah. <laughs> He's gone again. Logan <laughs> uh, Oh, my. All right. Well, week three is behind us. We look to the future. Week four. Uh, let's start off with our first uh, game that I thought would be interesting to talk about. And that would be the Ravens and the Broncos. I got to tell you, like... 2-1 Ravens facing a 3-0 Broncos is not what I would have predicted this early in the season. They could... What's nuts about the Ravens is that they could in like very easily be 0-3 right now. They very easily could be 3-0. Like, yeah. Like I was saying, like, all of their games have been very close. Yeah. I, it's it's awesome. I love the fact that they're 2 and 1. All their games have have been exciting. They have scored 82 points and have allowed 85. That is how Whoa. I know. That's how close they're. Well, because right, well, their wins have just not been like real big wins. I mean, what they win by combined and that makes sense because that first loss was an overtime touchdown. I mean, you don't kick an extra point on an overtime touchdown. Yeah. So they you, lost uh, by 6 and then yeah. won by 1 point and then won by 2. Yeah, correct. Wow. It's been a hell of a year. I would say, like, of the 2-1 and one teams, I think they are the only ones with a negative... Or, actually, no. <laughs> Tennessee's is way worse. They have negative 13. <laughs> I think they got beat that <laughs> hard in week one. Uh, yeah. Good job, Tennessee. You know, no, the Ravens at a negative 3 have the same point differential as the Chiefs. A uh, 1-2 and two Chiefs. Hmm. Damn. Um, but, I mean, on the flip side... Denver starting off at 3-0, I think I brought this up last week, but and I'm glad that it was kind of confirmed today, but I saw like a graphic on ESPN where like up to this point in the season, the Broncos have played the easiest schedule. That is correct. Yep. Like and I and I mentioned uh, I've seen third easiest schedule. Yeah, I was I just uh this one I pulled. It was, okay, but anywhere between that third Okay, so you're talking bottom 3 schedule no matter what. Like whether yeah. it's last or like whether it's thirty second or thirtieth, this has how been a it, very. What was that, Graham? What? How could it possibly be, not the worst? I mean, the easiest possible schedule. I'm actually confused with that too. Yeah, <laughs> like, they're, they've played like three zero and three teams. Right. So it's like we said last week. Like your com- opponent's combined record outside of you is zero and six. Yeah. It's just like I don't understand how that's not the easiest schedule possible. That's wild. I don't either. How are there two teams who have played an easier schedule? Well, I was that like according to Gro- I wonder who's played like the easiest schedule according to whatever Logan's seeing. No, I don't know. <laughs> I'm looking for it though. <laughs> like, but while he looks for it, I mean, like, okay, th- this I think is going to be Denver's like first real big test. You know. Oh, for sure. I mean, Teddy Bridgewater well, yeah. has looked like Teddy Bridgewater has looked solid as the Broncos' starting quarterback so far. You know, he he's pretty efficient with the ball. I don't think he's thrown an interception. No, he has not thrown an interception yet. Uh, he has thrown for four touchdowns. He's played great. I mean, they have played the arguably the three worst teams in the league combined. They're zero and nine, but they've won by ten or more points each game. Last game. They won 26 to nothing. So, like, they've manhandled these teams. It's not like it comes down to a field goal at the end of the game or any overtime. They're pretty much demolishing these teams. 
Right. You know, they have five turnovers on defense, but only giving up two turnovers are off on offense. You know, they've looked solid. Right. Well, and it's it's good to like it's good mentality, obviously, to have those three wins on your belt as you start to turn to the more difficult part of your schedule. Oh, for let's be sure. Honest, I mean, I mean, I'm looking at their next four weeks, and it's Raven like hosting Ravens at Pittsburgh, hosting Raiders at Browns. And I can say with confidence that three of those four games are going to be pretty damn difficult. <laughs> Don't and win against once, Pittsburgh. Woo! <laughs> no, I was going to say, like, and Tyler, for once, it's not you. It's not your team I'm bashing. Thank fucking God. No, the Browns-Broncos game should be great. It, it'll actually be really good. It's interesting to see this Broncos team go when you lose Jerry Judy. You know, right? Was yeah. it the first or second game you lost him? You know, big blow to your offense. And then you didn't know how your defense was going to be coming into the season. But good Lord. Yeah, well, at least they had Judy for at least one game. Unlike the Ravens' shiny new receiver, Rashad Bateman, who was hurt, I think, in the preseason. Right. Damn. That is true. One, and to be fair, like, it it must be nice for this Broncos team who are like, I mean, offseason rumors, like, had uh, Aaron Rodgers going to the Broncos, you know? would have been like a Manning 2.0 over in Denver, but instead they got Teddy Bridgewater, and I'm sure that people were like, why? Really? He's the answer? And, I mean, so far through three weeks, it's like, yeah, he deserves a shot to play. Congratulations to the dude. I I, I mean, Teddy is just like, Teddy has done a very great job. I'm proud of him, like, but, I mean, this is going to be tough. Yeah, no, I was like, I mean, I I'd say he's one of the most resilient players, uh, not named Alex Smith, like out there. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, going through the injury that he did, you know, and he just lost favor with like all the teams that he was ever a part of, you know, which is sad because it's not like Teddy's ever played horribly, you know. Right. He's just not that like, I think when people like uh, take him down, and I was just like, he's not like that star flower quarterback. You know what I mean? He's not like right. It's not a Patrick Mahomes. He's not a, you know, Josh Allen, a Lamar Jackson. You know, like there's people just want to write him off. It's like, oh, he's just a good quarterback. I'm like, well, let's be honest. Sometimes that's what you need. I mean, yep. Cortland Sutton, has, like, I know that Jerry Judy, you know, is kind of like the big, uh, the shiny new receiver. But I mean, Cortland Sutton over the last few years has been a very solid receiver for that team, and Tim Patrick as well. You know, I agree. I agree. <laughs> Jinx between the both of you. Uh, <laughs> you know what I mean? And then, like, and people were kind of questioning it because, I mean, this year they their first-round pick uh, was Patrick Sertain the second. You know, people were like, really? He didn't go offense? But, I mean, just looking at his stats through three games, I mean, he's totaled nine tackles. He's gotten a pick and uh, two passes deflected. Yeah, he's balling. Yeah, well, and, and Von Miller's back. I mean, that's got to be a huge, like, boost that – team just to have like that veteran like presence again oh yeah oh bradley chubb is not playing i suppose he's is not he, is he playing oh i see him on here he has played one game How's it? He, he might be dealing with some injury stuff too i knew he was still on the team so what do you think denver has to do to win this game because it's kind of obvious that at least to me that this feels like denver's probably going to get stomped so what exactly so you say that but according to espn's uh fpi 
they are giving the Broncos a 54.7% chance of winning. That's like wild. They, they are favored in this I game. I don't understand that. Well, it, it is in Denver. And, like, I know there's, I mean, I feel like I've grown up, like, hearing about this, but the altitude does affect some teams. Oh, well, you're not wrong about that. I mean, yeah, it might just give uh, Justin Tucker the the boost he needs to kick a 70-yard field goal. <laughs> that would be awesome. That would be amazing. If you're Baltimore, you're definitely coming in with some confidence shattered. I mean, you had the lead against Detroit, and then you kind of blew it at the end. And luckily, your kicker kicked the ball fucking million miles. Yeah. At least 66 yards. At the very least. Mm-hmm. Like, exactly. I'm I'm worried if I'm that defense. I mean, you're going against a Broncos team that, you know, they can put up points, you know, 25 points per game. You allow 28 points per game if you're Baltimore. I could definitely see it being a high-scoring game. Well, and, and it's interesting you say that because looking at this, the Broncos have allowed the le- the second least amount of yards in uh, through three weeks. Like they have all, that defense has only allowed 221.7 yards of offense per game, like on average. Wow. Versus the Ravens, um, trying to find them, they're kind of buried down here, which tells you, yeah, they're allowing almost 400 yards of offense per game. That but is true, if yeah. If you look at the different teams that they're playing, Denver allowed that few points on the Jets, Giants. Right. And who else? The t- the. Someone Jaguars. else that sucks? Uh, Jaguars. I don't even remember. Jags. Oh, yeah. Yeah, no. I, t- I would say three bad offenses. Oh, no, I totally get what you're saying because, meanwhile, Baltimore, I mean, Detroit aside, if consider them a good team or bad team or not, mm-hmm. they, you did have to play the Raiders, who are looking hot right now, and yeah. the Chiefs, mm-hmm. who were going to put right. like big yards on you, no matter oh, what. Oh, yeah. Right. Right. Well, and Baltimore did, like, I mean, what did we talk about before? Like, Baltimore has kind of prided itself on defense, like, you know, to – get them to big games you know but I mean lately it's felt like Denver's had to be that team too so Tyler when you say it's like oh I imagine like big scores I'm like honestly I see a huge defensive struggle here wow that's impressive yeah I don't see this being very high scoring I can I I honestly hope you're right Steven I hope you're right because I, I this would be an awesome game to watch if it turns into one of those games I'd rather watch a game like that than what I'm proposing, which is a Ravens blowout. Right. Well, and I'm not saying I want to see like a final score of like 12 to seven. You know, I don't want to see that. I just want to see a good defensive game. You know, I'm, I'm imagining that there will be some touchdowns scored in this game, but like, I, I'm not seeing like, I'm not seeing one team stomping the other. Uh, and I'm going to knock on one because I said that last week with the Buffalo and Washington football team. And look what happened. Uh, <laughs> Just goes to show that people who talk about sports generally don't know what they're talking about. Absolutely, yeah. <laughs> what? <laughs> uh, that, was great. that brought Logan back. He's like, huh? No. Huh? <laughs> What'd you say about me? Um, <laughs> fuck Jameis Winston. Ah, uh, <laughs> Jameis Winston. There you go. <laughs> yeah, that's what I said. Um, but yeah, so. Yeah. I was like, I don't know. I I do see this being more of a defensive struggle. Um, unfortunately for the Ravens, I keeping up with their stats. I just again, I know that he wants to get away from the stigma of like not being like the leading rusher, but Lamar Jackson is the leading rusher of that team by almost a hundred yards. Yeah, 
Uh, he can't stand being in Tom Brady's shadow, I see. Nope. <laughs> well, and, and let's be fair, that Ravens, like, backfield has been decimated. You know, your, your next... Oh, crumbled le- to pieces. Yeah, your, your next leading rusher is is a Tyson Williams. I don't know. Decimated implies... Well, not implies. The definition of decimated means reduced by one-tenth. And they have certainly lost more than one-tenth of their uh, running backs through oh, this shit. season. My bad. So they've been like, I don't know what the term for 40% is, but it's that. <laughs> Quadrecimated. Quadradecimated. I was going to say. Tetradecimated. <laughs> Put it in the dictionary. Book it. Quadrecimated. <laughs> but yeah, I mean, shoot. I mean, your backfield right now consists of Tyson Williams, Latavius Murray, and Devonta Freeman. That's your backfield right now. Anyway, didn't Le'Veon Bell sign on that practice squad? Is he not, like, being elevated yet? I guess not. Yeah, I guess not either. What? Did he get hurt? Did he? I don't know. I mean, everyone's getting hurt these days. What am I talking about? That's true. Hmm. I don't know. Hey, who knows? Maybe we'll see Marlon back in a Ravens jersey at this point. Uh, yeah. That's yeah, possible. Sorry, Good luck. asking for a trade. It's okay. Good luck to you, Marlon. I understand why you're doing it. Best of luck, man. I love you. You don't deserve this. I mean, like, it, it's just the Colts situation is just bleh. You can't have three good running backs. You've got to get rid of the one that's the most injured. And if you get some, like, traded value out of it, I mean, hey. Yeah. I hope I hope he succeeds wherever he goes, even if it is the Ravens. <laughs> it's just <laughs> in. Marlon Mack signs with the Jaguars. Son of a... <laughs> uh, that'd be fine. This season's in the garbage anyway, Steven. Don't even <laughs> worry about it. Can't can't wait for like eight weeks down the road. <laughs> like the Colts are comfortably leading the South. <laughs> I was just going to say, you're already looking forward to next season? Oh, yeah. Definitely. It's <laughs> Graham really is the newest Browns fan of the group. <laughs> yep. 0-17 oh, is not off the board. It officially is not. It tank for the number one pick. God, I, I'd take it. I'd take it right now. Would you, though? I would. Are you sure? Because if Carson plays more, you know it's not your pick. Oh, no, we're going we're gonna to sit him. I was going to say, because if that's the case, you better hope you don't go 0-17 because you want the number one pick to go to the Eagles. Eagles come no, uh... If he plays 75% of the snaps or 70% and the team makes the playoffs. So we could sit him for like five games. So, I mean, 0-17, sit him for five or more games and get the first round pick. Awesome. I, I, I don't know, man. I mean, they trotted him out there with two sprained ankles. I don't know how what the likelihood <laughs> of them sitting him is. It's easy. We <laughs> trade for Nick Foles. <sighs> no, he's starting for Chicago. I don't know what you're talking about. No, we oh. don't know who's starting for Chicago. That's the brilliance of it. He's a potential starter in Chicago. We don't know. There's a one in three chance of that happening. Oh, man. But any, I was going to say, like, it seems like we're about to be ready, ready to move on to the next game. Any final thoughts on Ravens and Broncos? If Tucker doesn't at least try a 70-yard kick in that altitude, <laughs> I'll be disappointed. Oh, uh, Justin Tucker's kick was 16 yards longer than the Bears gained on offense last week. Good lord. <laughs> Shout out Cleveland, to Justin Tucker. Cleveland, Cleveland. <laughs> Shout out Justin Tucker. Shout out Cleveland. 
Yeah, it's it's awesome. I love it. And shout out to Cleveland. <laughs> All right. Time for picks. Baltimore going to Denver. Uh, current line as of this Tuesday uh, has the Broncos at a negative one. So, you know, very, Amazing. very close Vegas line. Yeah. Uh, I uh, I will take the Ravens. Taking the Ravens. All right. Uh, Tyler, how about you? I'm taking Denver. Ooh. I'm taking Denver. Hmm. This is tough for me. But I think I think Denver does have what it takes in this game. I think it's going to come down to a like McManus is no slouch <laughs> in terms of the kicking game. I think this comes down to a field goal no matter what. Uh, but give me the Broncos. Wow. I am and stunned. Lund. Yeah, I'm going with Baltimore. I knew I could trust you. Count on you. Thanks, Oh, Logan. yeah. I've learned better than to go against Graham in these things. <laughs> Fair. I mean, even though he didn't win all three of them last week. That no, is correct. Logan did. <laughs> Logan's Ooh. the only one. <laughs> I'm glad I copied Logan from behind. <laughs> Man, I only had one last week. That sucks. Yeah. It's not ideal. It's not great. Yeah. Uh, moving on. We're going to, like, second game we have this week is a is like a good old NFC West divisional matchup between undefeated teams. The Cardinals going to L.A. to face the Rams. Oh, what a game this and will be. This, like, the, I know we've joked before about, like, oh, game of the week. Like, this does, like, for the afternoon slate of games, like, this is very much game of the week material. Like, <laughs> Like, but, and Ravens won afternoon, too. Like, these, these are all great, like, afternoon games. If Tampa did not play New England this week, this would be game of the week. Oh, for far. sure. You're right. Well, Probably. And like, I think we're just talking about, like, on the skill level, like, this is game of the week, you know? Buccaneers-Patriots oh, is yeah. going to be, like, is game of the week for many reasons that I'm sure we'll talk about yeah, in a few Political minutes. reasons. Yeah. But this one, in terms of just, like, the, you know, like, the records being undefeated – you know, the skill that these teams are showing. I mean, Stafford looks comfortable in L.A. Stafford <laughs> looks awesome. I mean, it's like, I, I'm so happy for him, honestly. He's like, like he, he's like, oh my gosh, I this is what it's like to win three in a row. <laughs> he actually looks happy to play football. I love it. Yeah, congratulations to him. Look at this player picture. He's grinning. <laughs> he's smiling. Jared Goff is hilarious. Uh, congrats on the 0-3 star, buddy. <laughs> but, yeah, but, but it's funny because in in terms of the two of them, I mean, like, Kyler's thrown for more yards so far. I mean, not by much, but so far. That's true. Yeah, but who's rushed for more, Steven? <laughs> hmm. Oh, between oh, you mean between uh, Kyler and uh, uh, Matt Stafford? Matthew Stafford. Yeah, yeah, those two. Hmm, well, let's see. Kyler's only gotten 70 yards rushing so far. Which is only like twenty eight percent more than what Tom Brady ran for last week, so uh, I have no idea. <laughs> hmm. Let's see. Uh, Stafford has ran for negative six. Hot damn! Oh, that's a tight matchup. That's not ideal. <laughs> Listen, this is not a this is not a battle between mobile quarterbacks. This is just a battle between quarterbacks who are feeling comfortable in their systems. Yes, it is. It's a it's a very political answer there. Here's something I want to point out. We all kind of had a feeling, like, if I told you Cooper Cup was the leading receiver on the Rams, like, it wouldn't shock anyone, obviously. 
Yeah. No, I love I love Cooper Cup. I wish he was on one of my teams that I loved. <laughs> I'm like, give give him. Christian Kirk is leading the Cardinals. Oh my and god! I find that very surprising. That is wild. Yes, Fifteen catches, two thirty nine, two TDs. And not wow. only that, but like both Rondell Moore and AJ Green have more receiving yards than DeAndre Hopkins. Yeah, it's wild. What the fuck is happening? He's spreading it around. Did Hopkins really jinx himself with the COVID stuff? Did he really jinx himself? <laughs> hey, maybe. maybe. I mean, listen, he scored three touchdowns, so it's it's not like they're not throwing to him. Um, but it's weird that he's not making like Kirk seems to be taking over that kind of like big play, like the deep ball threat, and Kyler's just throwing deeper more. Gosh, Kyler is throwing it deeper more. Longest catches for the teams we got. You know, 36 for Chase Edmonds, 77 for Moore, 35 for Kirk, 38 for Hopkins, 36 for Green. Whew. Yeah. Well, and, and to be fair, like that, um, that 77 yarder by Moore in week two, there was no one on the screen when he, when he caught that ball. So yeah. Incredible. So they count it. They count it. Oh no, they count it. <laughs> That's just how the rules work. Oh yeah. But no, like just looking at the rushing games between these two, um, Completely blanked for a second that Sonny Michelle was a Ram. He did get traded this offseason. Yeah, he had mm-hmm. a hell of a game. Oh, yeah. Well, it's, I was like, between the between uh, Darnell Henderson Jr. and Sonny Michelle, I'd say that the Rams are looking at a good uh, running back duo down there. What's wilder is, like, James Conner actually played well last week, too. Uh, did he? He and Edmonds are both doing well right now. Yeah, Conner had two touchdowns. Yeah. Wow. Kind of forget that, like... Congrats to him. He's not doing it for Pittsburgh. Congratulations. <laughs> you got out. <laughs> <laughs> Great job. Well, it's funny because, like, of the two, James Conner's gotten both touchdowns. <laughs> Edmonds has not scored yet. Damn. Yeah, he hasn't scored yet at all. That's that's wild. Huh. I was like, we talk about that offense so much, but, like, how about the defensive matchup? You know, you got freaking... Aaron Donald, the baddest man in the game. Mm-hmm. God. Versus the duo of J.J. Watt and Chandler Jones. This is going to be a good game. Like, I just feel it. Like I really hope this is a good game. <laughs> I hope so, too. That defensive line of Leonard Floyd and Aaron Donald for the Rams is terrifying. It, like, Correct. I, I think it's as... I, it's kind of crazy that J.J. Watt does not have a sack this year. Well, Chandler Jones took five in week one, and then he, yeah, he did. has not had one since. But I know. He, <laughs> he threw up his feet after that first week and went, catch up to me. <laughs> I mean, Miles Garrett did. Yeah. No, I, someone on the did. Cardinals, he meant. <laughs> I, this is going to be such a great game. I hope, I hope the offenses shine. I hope there are lots of turnovers because of great defense. I, it's going to be tremendous. Quite the, uh, quite the opposite thing you just said there. It's like I hope I the offensive shine, and then I hope the defenses get so much turnover. Like that, that means the offenses are not shining, dude. No, I mean, mm-hmm. I, I mean the offenses can shine and still have turnovers. Oh sure, but it's interesting looking at this matchup. They are giving the Rams a sixty point seven percent chance of winning this game. Jesus, that feels ridiculous. They face the same schedule. Well, the fate, the same strength of schedule. Well, I was gonna say, like, I mean, Bears and Colts, 
well, we know kind of what the Colts. I mean, they almost lost to the Colts. Let's be honest. <laughs> yeah. For mm. a brief moment. Um, but then, yeah, the Cardinals. I mean, they slaughtered the Titans, barely escaped the Vikings, and then, uh, you know, Jaguars just aren't good right now. So yeah. Hmm. So that's the thing. I mean, it's like uh, unlike the Broncos, like from our last segment, like Cardinals have faced a like each of these teams have faced a solid team at this point. You know, like with the Titans looking like good you know, contenders for the uh, AFC South title, you know, and uh, the Rams knocking off the Bucks. Sorry, Logan. Yeah, <laughs> yeah me too. Um, but, yeah, I mean, in this – I mean, shoot, if if the Seahawks continue to slide, you know – well, and, and to be fair, like, if – I mean, uh, I think the Seahawks play the 49ers this week. So, if the Seahawks continue to slide, whoever wins this game will have a three-game advantage on the last-place team, you know. Do you think that Kyler Murray will have more than 14 yards on three carries? 14 yards on three carries? Yeah. I'm assuming so. Okay. I'd imagine so, but like... Sure. Sure. Why not? Oh, you're making another dig at Brady. Yeah. (laughs) Okay. I was like, I'd imagine so, but then again, are Floyd and Donald going to let him get that far? Ultimate rusher Tom Brady. Man, good lord. Save there's it. no, there's no way that that Arizona does not have a much better game than the Bucks just had on the ground. They're too talented. Well, say so you said that Edmonds and uh, Connor are looking great. Yeah, and Murray on them, top of so. that. Yeah. I was like, I don't know, Logan. You've been a little quiet this one. Any thoughts on this, or like just kind of like question you want to pose? Um, I'm interested to see if. The Rams passing offense is just really good, or if they just kind of took advantage of Tampa last week. Like, I I don't really have a strong opinion about Arizona's defense in one way or the other, but the Rams just fired on all cylinders last week. I'm curious to see if they continue with that or if it was just sort of a fluke. Because if it's like that all the time, th- I think the Rams are going to be really scary. If they come out against Arizona and look just good instead of, like, almost perfect, then I think the NFC suddenly becomes a lot more competitive. Right, where it's like before, I, I've i had discussions with people, like, work and stuff, and everyone's always kind of been like, you know, it's like, oh, it's like, we don't know about the AFC, but, I mean, the Bucks have the NFC until someone proves them wrong. Nope. Well, no, that that's what they were saying, and I'm sitting here, I'm like, well, yeah, yeah. Rams just kind of proved you wrong, <laughs> like. Yeah, like, the Rams have entered the chat. Hello. Yeah, hmm. and I mean, I'll be honest. It well, never mind. I'm going a little bit too much into Bucks talk, but it almost looked easy for the Rams. It wasn't like they just squeaked out their last win. Like they handed the Bucks their ass. Oh yeah, all day in every facet of the game. So it'll be interesting to see the Rams play. Well. I'm going to look up the rest of the Rams' schedule. But t- to play not only a good team, but also a divisional opponent will be interesting. Ooh. Luckily for the Cardinals, like even though the Cardinals have allowed like the fourth fewest... Oh, wait, hold on. Sorry. The fourth most rushing yards. The Rams also have the sixth fewest rushing yards. Oh, my God. Sorry. Mm. <laughs> look. Logan, you mentioned this Rams schedule, and it's like, 
if anyone's going to take them down, this is the two weeks to do it because it's hosting the Cardinals, going to the Seahawks to play a Thursday night game. Then you get to play the Giants, yep. the Lions, and the Texans. Hey, mm-hmm. that's the second place team in the AFC South. You show some respect. <laughs> Never. <laughs> they do end the season on a pretty tough note. After the bye week, you only get one sort of guaranteed win against Jacksonville. You play at Green Bay. You play Arizona again. You play Seattle. You play Minnesota, Baltimore, and you end in San Francisco. I say that that Week 16 Baltimore could have major playoff implications for both sides. So many good games for the Rams this year. I'm so excited for their schedule. <laughs> yeah, well, I mean, that'll happen when your whole division is made of good teams. Yeah, that is true. So yeah. there's six good games right there. <laughs> well, I mean, shoot, didn't the, and shoot, didn't the Rams finish second last year? So you're guaranteed to be playing some pretty solid teams. You know, for like mm-hmm. your non. Uh, I mean, it just it just happened this year that like the Rams got to play the. Uh, NFC North, you know, which which features at least the Packers, you know. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And then you get to play all the AFC South. Um, but just <laughs> in terms of, like, the other ones, you get to, I mean, they got to play the Bucks, and, like, they get to play the Ravens as their other second place yeah. finish, you know. And the Giants. Woo, Giants. Yeah. The G-Men. Oh, man. But, yeah, other than that, I... I would say, any last thoughts before we move on to picks? Because I think I'm ready to make one. Oh, wow. This might be the okay. toughest one. Yeah? I would have to agree. I picked the Cardinals. Oh, I would say, Ooh. all right, well, Graham's making the pick. I was going to say, like, I was say, like, I guess we're ready for picks. Cardinals going to the Rams. Uh, current Vegas prediction has uh, the Rams at a five or a negative five. And Graham's going with the Cardinals. That is correct. I am going with the Cardinals, Steven. All right, I was like, all right, here's my super scientific method of how I pick this game. I just flipped a coin. <laughs> Excellent. Tremendous. And the, coins, and the coin said Cardinals, so give me the Cardinals. Wow. Oh. Wow. Even the Cardinals know. The my gosh. coin gods know I'm right. I mean, I guess it helps that it's an ASU coin. Wow. Mm, so I think, Arizona I think, was just both sides? I, I think it was by it's No. Rigged. It, <laughs> no, I had ta- no, I had tails. Is like I said, home would be. Uh huh. Yeah. Okay. Heads. <laughs> Whatever. I stick with the coin flip. Uh, Logan, how about you? Back in the preseason, I said my strategy for guessing uh, intra-divisional NFC West games was just pick the home team. So I am picking the home team, Rams. All right, and Tyler. I'm gonna go with the Rams. I think the Cardinals are going to set a lot of eyes on Cooper Cup to make sure he doesn't have an explosive game. So someone else in that wide receiver core is going to have to step up for Matthew Stafford. I think they'll do it. I think they Give will. Give me the Rams. Yeah. All right. It's it's interesting, too, because, you know, if you're the Cardinals, you have so many weapons. So, like, your eyes can't just stay on DeAndre Hopkins. Because, like, you have Kirk, you have Rondell Moore, you know, you have A.J. Green. But, like, Cooper Cup's been, like, that guy this year for Los Angeles. So I don't know if they'll come up with a tactic to try to huddle him. So we'll see who steps up. Mm-hmm. Right. All Sean right. Jackson. Oh, gee, no. <laughs> Hell yeah. Yeah. And he did, he did in the other Hell game. Yeah. But, all right. But while this would like, while just talent wise, I think this was the game of the week. Like what well, the game we just talked about was uh, clearly the most competitive. 
it is time to talk about the Sunday night game, the game that everyone's been waiting for since the moment that Tom Brady decided to take his talents to to Florida. It is the Bucks going to New England. Belich- like Brady versus Belichick. I'm surprised this is not pay-per-view. <laughs> like honestly. <laughs> God, this is a No, I, I have This is fun. I have a very important question. I have a very important question before we start. Okay. Lay it on me. Who has the better Subway commercial? Is it Bill Belichick <laughs> or is it Tom Brady? That, that's the that's the type of hard-hitting questions we tackle on the Internet Football Podcast. Thank you. I'm picking you. Brady. I'm picking Brady as well. Yeah, I think it's <laughs> a very I, good I'm just commercial. Like, but, I, like, but I'm Tom Brady. It just cuts. <laughs> <laughs> I don't even eat bread. <laughs> yeah, it's all about yeah. the bread. And he's like, I don't eat bread. <laughs> it's a commercial stuff. Do you think Brady did it because Belichick did one? Ooh, probably. I think I think you're ignoring the fact that like the better like the answer is neither. It's the T-Mobile commercial with Gronk and Tom Brady. <laughs> if oh, you've ever God, seen that, that, that one is great. Yeah, that one was fine. No, th- that that one's good. It was just funny how Belichick did a subway commercial and then they just rolled out a subway commercial with Tom Brady. I mean, yeah. I, mean, I think it's. Uh, I think by far the worst one is the U.S. Credit Union or whatever that has Gronk in it. By far the worst. Oh sure. Oh yeah. Starting starting this talk off hot. Commercial talk. Oh yeah. <laughs> the ads. That's why people watch the commercial. games is for the commercials. Exactly. I mean, this is not the Super Bowl, and I'll be damned if this is the Super Bowl in a few months. Uh, oh yeah, I this hope. This is not. the Super Bowl in Foxborough. <laughs> this would be by far the saltiest Super Bowl played to date. Oh, if it was sure. Tom Brady versus Bill Belichick, usually we at least had the out of being able to cheer cheer for the other team that didn't have Brady and Belichick. Here, you wouldn't have that luxury. No, but I think I would pick I, Brady. I was I I'm picking. Brady. I think as time has gone on, like or as Tom Tom has like been in Tampa. I think people are coming to realize, like, the Tom Brady, just, like, they're starting to like him a lot more, you know? I know I am. Like, <laughs> I'm one of those people. Right. Yeah. Well, it's just, like, it's just like as a person, you know? And I think, like, I don't know. It's just, like. He's, he's on my he's on my TikTok for you page. He's funny. I know. Well, it's the problem. He, he's funny, and damn it if he doesn't know how to lead his team. And <laughs> I got to be honest, I almost thank the Rams for just fueling Tom's rage going into this game because he is going into Foxborough <laughs> mad. <laughs> like mm-hmm. He's going to throw 60. <laughs> Touchdowns? Yeah. Yes. <laughs> Woo. Like, and I love that he's, like, I saw a clip for, like, a one-on-one he had with, like, one of ESPN's reporters, and he basically is coming out of the gate going, like, I know... Like, I know how the wind's going to act in Foxborough. I know how they're going to call the plays, how they're going to try to defend them. Like, this is like Tom Brady's, like, revenge game. <laughs> He's just like, I want to beat Belichick so bad. <laughs> Poor Mac Jones. But do you think that, like, Belichick feels the same way? You know, like, I think on Tom Brady, it's such a chip on his shoulder. Do you think Belichick, like, I mean, he obviously wants to get his team a win. You know, I don't think he's going to be like, whatever, you have the win. But, like... Like, does he? Do you think he feels like that level of intensity of like I have to beat Tom Brady? You know, like it, not even just for record's sake. It wouldn't surprise me if he was intense, but just not as intense as Brady. Like, if Brady's coming in at an eleven, I bet Belichick's coming in at about an eight and a half or a nine. 
<laughs> it's like, all right, Mac, here's the deal. You're my new favorite <laughs> son. You must be my, you, <laughs> you must be Tom. Poor I, Mac Jones is like, what? <laughs> yeah, what? Well, I didn't sign up for this. Coach, I've, ol- I've only thrown for two touchdowns so far and three interceptions. I don't know if I'm cut out for that. You're doing great. You'll throw great. eight touchdowns today or you're fired. <laughs> <laughs> this, this is what you were born to do. <laughs> it's like, sir, this is my fourth game. <laughs> I'll trade back for Jimmy G. I only got rid of him because of Tom. <laughs> I'm going to flirt with your mother if you don't beat Tom. <laughs> Oh, no! I, I thought that was Zach Wilson. <laughs> yeah. Oh, no, it is! <laughs> Shit! If you don't win this game, Mac, I will I will replace you with my dog, Nike. It's I will go airbud on this game. <laughs> Subway foot long time. Oh, man. I mean, did, did y'all see... Did y'all see Bill Belichick basically hold Mac Jones' hand as they went off the field yesterday? Oh, <laughs> yeah. I didn't. But that's well, cute. Like, well, Mac was just sitting there, and Jameis Winston came over and, like, tried to, like, talk to him or whatever. And it looked like Mac was just not interested at all. And, I mean, Winston Smart left. Man. And then as soon as he got up, <laughs> Belichick walked over, and they walked with each other off the field. Belichick knows what's good for his quarterbacks, and it's not whatever Jameis Winston's selling. And he, and he had to feel for Mac Jones. He is 0-2 as a starter in Foxborough, and now you have to face the Buccaneers coming off a of- like stinging loss, like an zero and three start at Foxborough would not do wonders for his confidence. I just really don't want to see Tom Brady beat every football team. That's all I want. But why not? Like, but 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 like realistically, why not? Is it just because that Peyton has that distinction? Yes, you don't want yes, to end it on the same level. Well, you know that what? Is Drew Brees did, well, Drew Brees did it first, so you already have to deal with that pain. Drew, Drew Brees, oh God, ugh. gross taste Hell in my of a mouth. Graham, I couldn't agree more. <laughs> I'm gonna go light my tongue on fire just for saying his name. But yeah, I mean, like, and to be fair, like, like they're only giving the Bucks a fifty-six point five percent chance of winning this game. I'd believe it. Yeah, but oof. again, if there's one person in the league who I trust to stop anybody, it's Bill Belichick. Right, it's like that, that's what's gonna make this pick so hard because it's like, what if it's like, well, Tom's clearly good. It's like, but you're not supposed to bet against Belichick, like ever. You're yep. not supposed to do it. Plus, think about this: Tampa's run offense has been among the worst in the league. They have the fewest attempts and the second fewest yards. So you gotta figure Tampa's gonna pass the ball a whole bunch. New England currently has allowed the second fewest pass yards on the second fewest pass pass attempts with the fifth best net yards per attempt allowed. So their pass defense has been really good. Their rush defense has been suspect. (laughs) And this is without Stephon Gilmore? Correct. So it... uh, New England, at least on paper and having faced only the Dolphins, the Jets, and the Saints, they're, it's going to be strength on strength because the Bucks' passing offense has had the most attempts, the second most yards, and they're averaging about seven yards per attempt, which is close to league average. Right. So there you go. I mean, yeah. 
Is there any way that Tom Brady just doesn't teabag all of Boston on his way out of this place? What do you think the New England reception is going to be to him? Like, just the fans, like... It needs to be nothing but reverence right, but th- for this th- I was just like, I'm saying it now. I hear... Yeah. Like if I hear a multitude of boos, I imagine it's going to be met with silence because those fans are now dead. <laughs> like, yeah. No, <laughs> I, I could see a whole bunch of boos coming out, but my problem, I think Tom Brady has a little bit of that Michael Jordan-ness in him where just booing him, it's just going to make him angry. Right. It's just going to make yeah. him play better. If you're smart, you just sit there and quietly give him your little golf clap applause <laughs> just so he doesn't, you know, take it as a slight and give him even more reason to just bury you. Right. No, listen, like, the, like as Patriots, I mean, Tom made your franchise, you know. Yep. <laughs> he, he made the Patriots relevant again. So it's like, to boo him would just, like, in Boston would just be like, I agree with what you're saying, Logan, but, like, even for the people that, like, or, I mean, you got, you can't feel vindictive, you know. He gave you six right. Super Bowls. It's okay, <laughs> like, for him to try something else, you know. And that's just the Super Bowl wins. You're not even really counting the 20 consecutive years of playoff relevance and Super Bowl contention. Yeah. Which, as a fan of a team that has not been consistently relevant for the playoffs, let alone the Super Bowl, for the last 20 years, that's pretty important. Right. So uh, year in, year out, like, oh yeah, we're probably going to make it to the AFC Championship game. So yeah, no, I, I just, I think the emotions of this I game wish. are going to be... Like, I would say, the emotions in this game are just going to be very high, you know? I would not I would not be shocked if this is, like, the most watched television this year. Just, like... Yeah. Because <laughs> everyone wants to see this. See like, everyone's, I mean, everyone who gives a damn about football, I should say. But like, they're like, yeah. no, we, we need to see how this ends, you know? Because, like I said... Yeah. This is not going to be the Super Bowl. Like, this is, honestly, probably the one I, chance... I hope not. Like, me either. Um, But it's like... <laughs> I honestly like this. This is the one shot that Tom Brady has, you know. Yeah. Yep. So if he doesn't like, I would agree. It would take two more years of playing, and then you'd have to finish at the same place that the Patriots did next season. Are you guaranteeing that? Mm-hmm. No. <laughs> you know. I'm not. Let's go, Pats. <laughs> oh my god. <laughs> oh. <No>. Graham, <laughs> how have you not lit your tongue on fire just for saying that? Like. <laughs> I know. I feel I feel gross. I cannot believe you just said that. Like, for, look what they did to your Colts. I know Tom Brady did that too. You know, I mean, it's two sides of the same coin. I just want Tom Brady to be less happy. <laughs> <laughs> wow. <laughs> I mean, who do you think's matter if they lose? Tom Brady or Bill Belichick? Oh, Tom Brady. Got to be Brady. Tom Brady for sure. That's what that's what I was saying earlier. Like, I think if yeah. Belichick loses, it's like, whatever. Brady loses, he's going to be furious. Yeah, that's what I want to see. If Brady loses, what's the line on number of fans that he tries to pummel on his way out of the stadium? Because like, it's got to be in the double digits, right? Fifteen. How many? How many rings does he wear? <laughs> oh God, he's got basically he's got brass knuckles. <laughs> Yeah, it's like it's like Thanos in two different universes. I I honestly would feel bad for the Dolphins the week after because currently, oh yeah, they have Tampa hosting the Dolphins at a nine and a half on that line. 
I'd start betting three score. <laughs> like he's going oh. to destroy them. Like, like if if the Bucks lose this week, like, there will be no greater fury. Mm-hmm. Wow. So he gets to face his backup in two weeks, huh? I know, right? Who would have saw that coming? He gets to face his backup and his backup. <laughs> it's coming full circle. Yeah, it's incredible. Or, and in possibly a month, based on what the Bears do, it might be coming Foles circle, because Nick Foles might be the starting oh quarterback for the Bears. Hey. <laughs> oh, Jesus Christ. That's well done. Thank I'm you. Sorry. Thank you. Proud thank of you. you. Oh. Here's here's the thing. Here here's the thing. If if Brady's gonna, you know, what's the word I'm looking for? Not cry, Have but sex. like cry over this loss more than <laughs> Belichick would. You would think Brady's going to come out a little bit more fiery than he will. Oh, no, 100%. So, it's two, I believe two things are going to happen in this game. I think Brady's going to hit Grok for a score, 100%. There's no doubt. Oh, yeah. And Brady has to win. Brady will not leave that stadium in a loss. <laughs> he, he'll throw money at the refs to make it go his way. He'll do it. He'll do anything. What would be a greater insult? A loss or a tie? Probably a loss. Yeah, probably a, a loss. loss. Fair. A tie feels just like, eh. I know. That's what I'm saying. Like, But a loss is like. Like, what feels grosser? The fact that, like, you couldn't beat your old coach or the fact that you couldn't, like, that you couldn't win against your old coach? I think that he couldn't beat his old coach who had to play Mac Brown. You mean Mac Jones? Mac Jones, Mac Jones sorry. Mac, Mac, Mac Jones. Mac Brown? <laughs> Mac Brown, yeah. I didn't know he was going back. Marlon Mack. Return of the Mac. <laughs> Mac Jones, yeah. Oh, man. But I was, like, I, I was like, I mean, Gronk's the leading scorer on that team with four so far. Mm-hmm. No doubt he gets at least one score. Hopefully we see some good old scoring from Mike Evans. Mike Evans. Mike Evans. <laughs> That's like that was very muted this week. <laughs> it's about Gronk Mike this week. Evans. I mean, it's... Yeah. Right. One well, and sad to say, but maybe a l- he might try to get Antonio on a few scores if he's not like. Ugh. Oh my not, well, god! Well, because he brought him in for like what two and a half weeks to the Patriots. <laughs> oh, that's that right! I forgot about mouth. that. I hope Antonio Brown doesn't get to play. I hope he doesn't get that satisfaction. Hey, me too. I hope. I hope that too. Same. But it is time <laughs> for picks. Woo. Okay. Right. My, you know my pick. Oh yeah. Well, you can lead us off, Tyler. Give me the Bucks. Keep I refuse to believe bucks. Brady's gonna lose. I was saying, just just for the reference, you know, uh, you know, Patriots hosting the Bucks. They're giving Tampa Bay a line of six and a half on the road. Wow. Correct. Wow. Okay. And give me the Bucks. Sorry, Graham. I think Brady joins the club. No. Graham, you, I already know your pick, so go ahead and say it. Oh, yeah. Ah, uh, God. Uh, go Belichick. I have Blech. given you the option to tie. Graham, I no. think Graham would hate a tie more. All right, well, I, I tried. I would hate a tie more, yeah. All right. Well, I tried. And Logan. I'm going with the Buccaneers. All right. I was like, the man who can never bet against Belichick has bet against Belichick. Yep, I've made the mistake. And one week when I come back crying, you'll know it was my own fault. (laughs) 
Indeed. All right. What? Like, and it is time for the final segment of the day. Our Jeff's Ken Kurt, Ben Kurt picks. Picks. Yeah, t- time for those picks. Picks. Uh, let's see. Uh, after a like, like after a dismal week for me, I am currently sitting in second place. The grand total of nineteen. Wow. Wait, I thought I got hey, five guess who's on in first. Ouch. Yeah, I, I was about to get to that, Tyler. Like Tyler in first place with astounding nine correct selections last week, and has <laughs> jumped the lead to twenty-two. Graham currently sitting in third with fifteen <laughs> after a five-pointer, and Logan at the bottom with eleven. But a respectable eleven because you got almost half your score on five. Woo-hoo. Hey, wait a minute! I got five. Go I got five. Give me my point. I gave it to you. Thank you. <laughs> I was like, give me my point. <laughs> I want you my got point. it. I'm still in second place, but I got 20. Great work, Logan. Thank you. But we're going to start uh, with a Thursday night game. Jacksonville at Cincinnati, a matchup of the last two number one overall picks. Which of these picks, Burrow or Trevor Lawrence, will finish with a better touchdown to interception score? So is this like, so better score meaning like, like- touchdowns, Minus interceptions? Yep, that's what that says. Correct. Okay, just want to make sure. Yes. All right. Um, I think Cincinnati's hot. Give me Burrow. Mm-hmm. All right, Tyler. Give me Burrow. Graham. Give me Trevor. Ooh. Oh. And Logan. I know. I'm also taking Trevor Lawrence. Uh, you oh, love, wow. you love to see the like wow. Graham and Logan connection. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Give me both. Uh all right, uh, moving on to football team visiting Atlanta. Uh, Atlanta has zero interceptions on the defense, and Washington has only one. Which of the team finishes with more interceptions? Now, I just want to clarify. This is like defensive picks, right? Like, you want to have more interceptions, right? Like, this can't Correct. be not. Yeah, you're picking the defense. Yeah. Okay, yeah, picking the defense. Um, Give me Washington. Graham, how about you? I'm going to go with Washington as well. All right, uh, Logan. Tie. Excellent. Well done. And Tyler. Great tie. Great pick. Uh, Give me the football team. All right. Uh, Moving on to Houston visiting Buffalo. Uh, Cole Beasley and Brandon Cooks are tied for third in the NFL in catches with 23 apiece. Who has fewer catches this week? Who has fewer? Uh, Tyler, you go ahead and start this one off. Cole Beasley. All right. Uh, Logan, how about you? Give me Cooks. Graham. Ooh. Tie. Excellent choice for a tie. Uh, give me Cole Beasley. All right, moving on to Detroit visiting Chicago. The Lions are averaging 5.3 yards per play, while Chicago is giving up 5.7 yards per play. Let's split that difference. Over under of five and a half yards per play for Detroit in this game. I would like the over, please. Graham, how about you? I'm gonna take the under. Ooh, I like it. Except I don't, because I want the point. Yeah. <laughs> Uh, Logan, how about you? I'm going with the over. And Tyler. I'm taking the under. Yay. We have a good spread so far. I like it. Got you, Graham. Mm -hmm. I've teamed up with almost everyone solo. (laughs) All right. Moving on to Carolina visiting Dallas. The Cowboys are scoring an average of 30 points per game, while the Panthers are only allowing 10 points per game average. Let's split that difference. Uh, Over under, Cowboys scoring 20 points in this game. Uh, I mean, this. I hate to say it, but give me the over. I think the offense. I think Dak's just too good. Uh, Logan, mm-hmm. how about you? Give me the under. Graham. Give me the over. And Tyler. 
tie. Oh, wow! Twenty points well on the dot. All right. Had to get had to get my tie in. That is fair. Uh, moving on to Indianapolis visiting Miami, uh, facing the former Colts quarterback of Jacoby Brissett. Uh, will Brissett complete three or more passes of twenty plus yards in this game against his former team? Uh, through air yards only, not catch and run. Okay, that's fair. Correct. So he has to complete. It has to be caught twenty yards down the field. Correct. All right. Um, let's see. Uh, Graham, go ahead. Lead us off. I'm gonna go with no. Tyler. I'm also gonna go with no. I'm gonna say nah. And Logan. Negative. All right, we're hey. locked in on this one. Uh, moving on. Cleveland visiting Minnesota. Uh, the Vikings are allowing 10.1 uh, pass yards per attempt, while Mayfield is averaging 9.75 yards per pass attempt, uh, getting as close to the center of this as possible. Over-under of 10 yards per pass attempt for Baker Mayfield in this game. This one's tough. Jarvis Landry's still out, isn't he? Shoot. <laughs> yes, he is. He is on the IR. Oh, that's right, so we're going to miss him for at least two more weeks. Um, hmm. Logan, start us off. I'm going with under under all right uh graham i will go with under wow hmm i <laughs> uh, give me the over why not and tyler give me the over all right uh moving on to the giants facing new orleans ah <laughs> i love the return of this one Giants score a touchdown on one-third of their red zone drives, while the New Orleans defense has given up a touchdown on only one-third of red zone drives. Which team does better than 33%? So the question is here, like, so is... Oh, I like that. An option is that the Giants don't even get into the red zone. Yeah. You have yeah. to consider that possibility. <laughs> that That is a possibility. It is a potential. <laughs> Who knows? So let's see. So... <laughs> So, I mean, basically this is a question of, like, does the do the Giants score on one-third of their drives, right? Because it's like if you pick the defense, you're saying that they're not going to. Well, one-third of their uh, red zone drives. Just one-third of their red zone drive. Yeah, red zone drives. Right. Oh, I get I get what you're saying. Hmm. I will start. Um, I'll pick the defense. All right. Uh, Tyler, how about you? I'll go with the offense. All right. Graham. I'm going to say they score on exactly one-third of their red zone drives. Wow. So, tie. So, you're saying that there has to be at least three red zone drives. Three. I know. It's it's really risky. <laughs> <laughs> and oh, wait. There's a tie option? God there, damn it. <laughs> I, I picked offense thinking they would get one of their three drives. All right, and Logan. Um, I'm going to take the Giants offense. All right. and, Ty- and Tyler, just to clarify, you did pick Ty? Yeah, I'll move it to Ty. That is correct. Okay. Yes. Uh, moving on to Tennessee visiting the Jets. Uh, Tennessee has only one interception in three games, but meanwhile, Zach Wilson has thrown seven interceptions in three games, over under of two interceptions by the Titans' defense. And this is where I'll use my tie. Give me two. Nice. All right, uh, Logan. I'm going under. Ooh. All right, right. Uh, Tyler. Spice. I'm taking the over. All right, and Graham. I'm also taking the over. Oh, yeah, Ty. Let's get this. <laughs> Man, you guys are teaming Listen, up. Listen, he has it looked pretty. It's not getting any prettier. All right, moving on to... No, no, it ain't. Moving on to the Chiefs visiting Philadelphia. The average margin of victory in this series is 8.375 points. 
So, over under, eight and a half as the margin of victory. This is for either team, right? <laughs> Correct. Yeah. yeah, for either team. I think the G- I think the Chiefs are furious. Give me the over. How the fuck did someone put tie? <laughs> I didn't you gotta put tie. tie. You have to for the lulls, but you gotta uh, have to put a tie answer. Tyler, I'll take the over. All right. Uh, all right, Graham. How about you? Uh, boy, I will take over as well. All right, and Logan. Oh, Logan. I'm also over. taking over. All right. Yeah. Moving on to Seattle visiting San Francisco. Trey Lance has played in two games this season, and in each of those games, he has scored. Will he get a TD in this game? Uh, Tyler, lead Ooh. us off. It's a great question. Oh, and just for clarification, You're... he can pass or run it, right? Correct. Now, you can pick the option of yes, he'll score, you can have no, he'll score, or the option that he doesn't play at all. Correct. I don't think he's going to play at all. Ooh. All right, here's my dumb fandom coming out. Yes, he's playing. No, he's not scoring. <laughs> Graham? That exact same thing, Stephen. Yes, he plays. No, he doesn't score. And Logan? I think he scores. Damn it. Wow. Disrespect. Brave. Bold. I mean, Love it's not it. that bold. I think they've used him on, like, in like inside the five of the red zone both times. I'm like, mm-hmm. all right. Moving on yeah. to Pittsburgh. Visiting Green Bay. Uh, Pittsburgh is averaging 53 yards of rushing per game, uh, but Green Bay is averaging 79 rush yards per game. Uh, these are the bottom two of the league. Uh, over under 130 total rushing yards combined in this game. That's so bad. Oh, man. 53 for a whole game. <laughs> Wasn't Aaron Jones record to be like one of the top five running backs this year? Yes. Oof. Uh, oh, man. Uh, give me the over. It sounds wrong to say, but give me the over. <laughs> Tyler. I'll take the over. All right. Graham? I think Aaron Jones gets this by himself. Over. Mm. I don't think Aaron Jones will get it by himself, but I'm taking the over as well. Oh, I messed that up. I was like, wait, wait. I, yeah, I, I said the over. <laughs> <laughs> yep. I'm, I'm used to the over being the one on the left. It's fair. So wait, Graham, you took the under? No, we took the over. No, I took the I over. Meant, I just switched no, everybody. I, t- I think we... Uh, we're good now, we're good. I think everyone took the over, didn't we? Tyler, I took you the took over. the over. Uh, I think we all took the over. Oh, I'm taking the under. Here we go. I see where <laughs> okay. I messed up. Oh, I see what's <laughs> happening. I just... <laughs> Here we go. Don't even worry about it. We got... I'm taking the under. Okay. And finally, the Monday night game. Vegas visiting the Los Angeles Chargers. I goddamn hate to say that. Uh, but... Good old Justin Herbert and Derek Carr have both completed 88 passes this season, with their completion percentages being within 5% off of each other. Uh, Herbert at 69.8, Carr nice. at 64.7. Who ends up with a better pass, com- percent- pass completion percentage at the end of this game? Uh, no question. Give me Justin Herbert locked in at 100%. <laughs> I mean, not 100% compl- completion, but like better than Carr. <laughs> uh, Logan. Are we only... Uh, you know, it doesn't matter. I'm taking Herbert. All right, Tyler. Give me Must and Sherbert. And Graham. Uh, put me in that Toyota Camry. I'm taking the car. Boo. Boo <laughs> this man. All right, but that will do it for this episode of the Internet Football Podcast. Thank you all for joining me. Always a pleasure. Thank you. Every time. Yep. And we will see you again in week five 
for more uh, like exciting matchups, hopefully. And uh, we'll see you then. Yeah, Bye, yeah. everybody. Be well. Josh Gordon to the Chiefs. Woohoo! Bye. Oh, I hate that we didn't get to that. <laughs> oh, rest in peace.